This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. In this episode, we're talking about UFO scandal looming. That's correct, UFO scandal looming. And at least according to one reporter, that's exactly what's going on here. He talks about this situation we have with this whistleblower, David Grush, and others who've come forward and claim that the government has this ongoing uh, reverse engineering program where they actually have come into the possession of crashed UFOs, UFO metamaterial, and that they are re reverse engineering that stuff. So this begs the question, if he's either he's telling the truth and we've we've ended up with what amounts to a shadow government, what I call the deep state, who has got this material, they're working with it, and they're lying to us about it. And they're not only lying to us about it, but they're lying to most of government and people within uh, the government about it. It's either that or they've set up some sort of elaborate false flag, if you will, to convince people that their uh, UFOs exist when they don't and that they'll use that to either secure more funding or maybe uh, propagate another lockdown or somehow control the population and exploit the population even more. Either way you look at it, this is, as they said in the title of this article, a monumental UFO scandal is looming. Now, it's written by Mark von Reinkoff and it's dated uh, August 4th. Now, just one second before I get into that, though, I just want to bring up briefly, we talked about the James Clapper at the UFO hearings, and one of the listeners, uh, I don't think he, he, he contacted me on Twitter and said, no, that's a mistake. This guy, it's, it's, it's not Clapper, it's another guy. And then he dug around in his credit, did a little investigative work, and found out that that wasn't James Clapper. It was actually a man named Edward Stanton. They have the tweet here, and it says, Yes, that's our AIAA UAP program founder, Ed Stanton, sitting center front row at the hearing. It's got a picture of this guy. Well, I have to tell you, he's a doppelganger for Clapper. But anyway, thanks to the person that, that brought that up so we can correct that. Uh, I would just still remind people, though, that Clapper does have connections uh, to David Grush and the fact that uh, Clapper managed the old uh, uh, spy department that Grush worked at. And then there's this whole deal with his lawyer that uh, Grush's wife is using, uh, having worked for Clapper. And maybe that's just something you can't avoid. I don't know. It's Washington, D.C. I suppose if you're in the middle of a whistleblower lawsuit you want, and you want the best lawyer you can afford, and maybe the best lawyer you can afford has represented lots of people or worked for lots of people on both sides of the aisle within the deep state with outside of the deep state, giving Grush the benefit of the doubt. If that's not the case, it might very well tie into what we're talking about here today of just what's going on with this with this whole uh, David Grush whistleblower case. Now, the article starts off, it says, the decades-long saga of unidentified flying objects is barreling headlong toward one of two stunning conclusions. I like the fact that he's got this right front and center because I totally agree with that. 
one of two things is going to happen here over hopefully the next six months or so. It says either the U.S. government has mounted an extraordinary decades-long cover-up of UFO retrieval and reverse engineering activities or elements of the defense and intelligence establishment are engaging in a staggeringly brazen psychological disinformation campaign. Now, I must hold up here one second. I don't think that we have an either-or option here. It could be that, or it could be that they've done both. Because if you think about you know, Tom DeLonge coming out and how he was just brought into this whole conversation a few years ago, talking about having metamaterial, talking about meeting uh, people, being shown things, almost seems like more of a disinformation campaign at that point. But disinforming us about what? We also have to think about people like Robert Bigelow and the, the, the research that was done, you know, at Skinwalker Ranch and the, the kind of the clandestine funding that went on there. It seems very likely to me from the research that I've done, at least, and probably it's all open source, of course, is that there's a high likelihood that at some point in the last 70 or 80 years or even back 100 years, you know, you talk about the uh, UFO crash in Aurora, Texas. I believe there's a high likelihood that at least some kind of UFO metamaterial has been found. Whether it was like from a crash like an Aurora that happened 100 years ago and you've just got this bit of metal that you can't explain or if it was something more intact. It seems likely that uh, this stuff has been, uh, it's found its way into the U.S. government, whether it's been through the hands of collectors or through something like the Smithsonian or whatever. But at some point, it's been funneled into this deep state apparatus. And the safest thing for them might be to do would be to farm this out to some private company. And once that happens, then we can't FOIA it. So I can definitely see that the government has mounted an extraordinary decades-long cover-up of UFO retrieval and reverse engineering activities. I think that statement's true. And I think that the fact that people just aren't even allowed to know uh, what's happened, they're constantly FOIA requests are being denied. So that doesn't seem out of the pale at all to me. But then he goes on and says, or elements of the defense and intelligence establishment are engaging in a staggeringly brazen psychological disinformation campaign. Well, I don't think it should say or. I think this paragraph should read, the U.S. government has mounted an extraordinary decades-long cover-up of UFO retrieval and reverse engineering activities and elements of the defense and intelligence establishment are engaging in a staggeringly brazen psychological disinformation campaign. Because we know they've done both. I mean, I should say we can assume they've done both because we're, we know that we're not being told about the stuff they found. And Countless FOIA requests have been request have, have been made and either denied or people have received back blacked out blacked out documents to the point where they should have denied them. We know this is a fact. Okay, so they're hiding something. Obviously, they can say, "Well, it's you know uh, sources, means, and methods, or whatever." We're past that. We also know that they have in the past engaged in a brazen psychological disinformation campaign. Look what happened back in the 40s and 50s when they just went on the campaign to deperson people who had simply uh, observed UFOs. So we know this disinformation campaign has been going on for a long time. Congress has tried to 
has tried to uh, get the FAA to simply uh, track and report UFO uh, sightings, it, it, they can hardly get this done. So yes, both things both things appear to have happened. Okay, hiding reverse engineer activities and this psychological disinformation campaign. Now they go on and say either possible either possibility would have profound implications for democracy, the role of government, and perhaps also humanity's place in the cosmos. For these reasons, it is imperative that Congress and federal law enforcement agencies devote significant resources to investigating a, ser a series of remarkable UFO-related developments. Okay, of course, these things are profound because what's happening is you're ending up with a parallel society. You've got one small, tiny group of people that has access to technology that could be a billion years ahead of ours. What are they going to do with it? Well, they're going to use that technology to take over the world. I mean, that's just the nature of man. Now, as far as having federal law enforcement investigate this stuff, it's clear to me that this fellow has not researched the topic of UFOs and cattle mutilations and drones over nuclear uh, power plants very, very uh, deep. Because if he would have realized, if he would have done that, he would have realized that federal law enforcement is of absolutely no use in, re in trying to investigate UFO-related developments. I mean, when we had uh, UFOs over nuclear power plants, they called them drones and said, don't shoot at them. When we've had people abducted or even people killed and injured by uh, what we just have to call alien abduction, uh, they're called crazy. When cattle are left mutilated and there is no blood at the crime scene, no tracks, uh, animals that normally would consume dead animals are nowhere to be found, uh, we're told that it was the satanic cow tippers. So federal law enforcement offers no hope of resolving this mystery. Now, it says, importantly, a third explanation for recent events that dozens of high-level, highly cleared officials have come to believe enduring UFO myths and rumors and speculations as fact appears increasingly unlikely. In June, U.S. Air Force veteran and former, intel and former intelligence officer David Grush alleged that elements of the U.S. government have secretly and illegally overseen a decade-long UFO retrieval and reverse engineering effort. Two defense officials corroborated the broad contours of Grush's stunning claims. Grush has stated that he provided a wealth of highly classified evidence to the powerful internal investigative agencies overseeing the Department of Defense and the U.S. intelligence community, but he has not presented any such evidence publicly. It's at the point where Congress needs to force the DOD to turn over unredacted files. It's just that simple. However, the officials and lawmakers who have reviewed Grush's classified evidence are taking his extraordinary allegations seriously. The Inspector General of the Intelligence Community deemed Grush's allegations that UFO-related information was inappropriately concealed from Congress as credible and urgent. Think about that. His words, not mine. Credible and urgent. Senate Intelligence Vice Chairman Marco Rubio, Republican of Florida, confirmed the Inspector General's finding. Now, Grush must, he must know where the bodies are buried at, at least a couple of them. And by bodies, I mean alien bodies, because why else would this vice chairman do this? Unless he's a part of this, you know, really 
that deep, sick, false flag they're getting ready to unleash. Now it goes on here, it says, oh, I period, <laughs> what a first name. So the guy's first name is I period, Charles McCullough III, the intelligence community's first inspector general, and now an attorney in private practice, represents Grush and sat directly behind him during the July 26th congressional hearing. I think we need to do a deep dive on this McCullough fellow, maybe just devote a whole podcast to him. It says, it is extremely unlikely that such a high-profile lawyer and former top federal official would represent anyone making the kinds of extraordinary claims that Grush is without robust evidence. And I would think without a robust paycheck. I mean, how's, how's Grush paying this guy? I want to know, because these guys are super expensive. I don't know, what are they, five, six, seven hundred bucks an hour? Maybe a thousand dollars an hour? I don't know. I know, I'm, I'm going to try to find out. When asked during the July 26 congressional hearings whether he believes that the U.S. government possesses UFOs, Grush stated, quote, absolutely, based on interviewing over 40 witnesses over four years. Now, I wonder if he interviewed him like they sat down in an office somewhere and had like a formal interview or if he's just talking about conversations. I don't know. Grush continued, I know the exact locations of retrieved UFOs, and they got that in brackets, and of those locations, and those locations were provided, and those locations were provided to the Inspector General and to the Congressional Intelligence Committees, also Congressional in, in parentheses. Critically, Grush stated, I actually had the people with the first-hand knowledge provide a protected disclosure to the Inspector General. Protected. Protect, protected from what? Well, protected from the deep state. Why would you need protection from them? Well, because what they have is very valuable, and they don't want to share it. It is unlikely that Grush, speaking to Congress under oath, would perjure himself so brazenly over such specific falsifiable facts, particularly with his high-profile attorney sitting directly behind him. Yeah, his attorney's right there. So if something would happen where he's accused of perjury and he's shown that he has committed perjury, if that, if that would happen, how's his, how is his attorney going to be able to defend him when he's sitting right there watching him in the act? Makes no sense. To that end, it is safe to assume that more than three dozen individuals did indeed tell Grush of a decade-long UFO retrieval and reverse engineering program, and that those with, quote, first-hand knowledge provided cooperating information to the intelligence community expector general. So what he's saying is, Grush went and told this guy, hey, they found the UFOs, this is where they're at, and he gave him names, he brought the receipts, and the inspector general went back and talked to some of these people like, yeah, that's where they're at. So this means it looks like the people that Grush called out in private to this attorney, to this inspector general confirmed what he said. That's pretty scary stuff. One theory for Grush's allegations is that the individuals he interviewed became convinced that decades old myths and rumors of ultra secret UFO retrieval and reverse engineering programs are true. However, given the significant penalties for making false statements to an inspector general, it is extremely unlikely that multiple high-level, highly cleared officials would falsely claim to have first-hand knowledge of myths and rumors. Well, you know, first-hand knowledge is one thing. Myths and rumors, that's hearsay. So if they went to this inspector general and said, I have first-hand knowledge, I saw the crash, I saw the aliens, 
That's on a whole different level. Rubio and Representative Mike Gallagher, Republican Wisconsin, a member of the House Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence, have stated that multiple individuals with firsthand knowledge of Gresham's allegations have spoken to Congress. Wow. Let's read that again. So Rubio and, and Gallagher, members of House Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence, have stated that multiple individuals with first-hand knowledge, not hearsay, first-hand knowledge of Gresham's allegations, have spoken to Congress. It's almost like one of these one of these scenes in a in a crime movie where the mafia gets busted out, you know, and some low-level hitman is looking at life in prison, and all of a sudden he just starts talking. And he just starts rattling off all the different graves where they can find the victims at. That's what it's starting to look like. Rubio put it succinctly, either what Grush is saying is partially true or entirely true, or we have some really smart, educated people with high clearances and very important positions in our government who are crazy and leading us on a goose chase. He's got a point. I mean, if they're lying, then they're lying to the point of being just nuts. Most of these old people, most of these people, Rubio continued, have held very high clearances and high positions within our government. So ask yourself, what incentive would so many people with that kind of qualification, these are serious people, have to come forward and make something up? He's got a point. They do do background checks on these people. They're supposed to, you know. I mean, if they had mental health issues, you would hope they would have showed up. I mean, if they're pathological liars or delusional. It says, these, this leaves two extraordinary possibilities, that Gresh is correct and elements within and outside of the U.S. government oversee a, a decades-long UFA, UFO retrieval and reverse engineering effort, a profound paradigm-shifting development, or to quote Gresh, multiple esteemed and credentialed current and former government officials with a long-standing track record of legitimacy and service to this country are engaging in a brazen disinformation campaign. So he's beyond uh, thinking that this was this that they're somehow mistaken. Credit to the author for that. He's finally saying, "Look, one of two things is happening, and both of them are really pretty bad. One, either the government's got this stuff, and they've been working with private companies to reverse engineer it, and they're lying to us about having it, or they maybe have it or don't have it. But now they they're letting Grush out here to say all this stuff." For who knows why. I mean, to convince us that they're being honest with us so that they can continue an even, you know, more secretive UFO research program. Or it's just like the big reveal that happens just before, you know, they uh, invoke the Hegelian uh, dialect, you know, problem, reaction, solution. Is Grush the one telling us about a problem? Will they manufacture a reaction and will that solution involve blocking us up, eliminating us, just exploiting us? What will that solution be? Either one of these, either one of these scenarios is very scary. For their part, key lawmakers are taking Grush's allocations extremely seriously. On July 13th, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer introduced a measure that asserts eminent domain over any and all recovered technologies of unknown origin and then it just has and then it says it continues on that may be controlled by private persons or entities it also defines and contains two dozen references to 
non-human intelligence, a term used frequently by Grush to denote the uncertain origin of highly advanced technology allegedly retrieved. Such efforts are referred to as a legacy program in Schumer's legislation. Okay, first off, if we've got if we've got self-driving cars after 6,000 years on this planet or however long we've been here, imagine what those guys would have after 6 billion years. Okay. It's likely to me these things could be some sort of artificial intelligence. I don't know. Or artificial intelligence could be being used in some way. Who knows? Wow. But that we're going to assert eminent domain over these corporations in the deep state. Who, who are you going to assert eminent domain over Chuck I mean you can't even probably name the people that are involved in this stuff because as a senator he's one of the people that has prostituted out his authority uh, to, to, to guide our country to oversee the budgets of these uh, this, of the defense department and there's senators in there I really like you know like Rand Paul I mean a few others but guys, if you voted to allow for this black budget, gentlemen, you, you, you've completely turned your back on your duty to your country. And that is your, your duty is to oversee what's going on up there and to protect us. And how do you protect us against people that you won't even ask to see the budget? Oh, well, the Gang of Eight looks, like, looks at that. That's not, there's nothing in the Constitution about the Gang of Eight. Things have gotten out of control, okay? Uh, the three-year-old in the room has gotten a hold of the handgun, and it's loaded, and it's cocked, and I don't think that thing has a safety on it. In an in-depth News Nation interview, Grush also alleged that non-human remains have been recovered from UFOs. Schumer's legislation requires that any biological evidence of non-human intelligence held by private companies be turned over to the federal government in the interest of the public good. Well, at this point, I'm not sure, man. I'm not sure if we have enough competent people in the federal government to handle those non-human remains after seeing what happened here in the last couple of years. On June 22nd, Senator Christian Gilderbrand, Democrat in New York, along with Rubio and two other Republican senators, introduced legislation that would immediately halt funding for precisely the types of illegal, unreported programs described by Grush. I don't know. Are they illegal? Are they unreported? They've told you that they have this huge black budget that they can spend money on whatever they want to. And if you want to find out about it, you can just go pound sand. So I don't know. I mean, you, you let them in the house. The bill also instructs individuals with knowledge of such UFO-related activities to disclose all relevant information. It grants legal immunity if the information is reported appropriately within a defined time frame. These guys are taking secrecy oaths that you don't even know about. And you're going to tell them that they have to tell you where the bodies are buried at? Now, I don't know if these guys have some sort of ritual they go through in the basement of a house somewhere. But it seems like it because they are tight-lipped. Meanwhile, Representative Tim Burchett and Representative Anna Paulina Luna, Representative of Florida, who spearheaded the 26th July congressional hearing featuring Grush and two former naval aviators, are leading a bipartisan effort to establish a select committee to investigate Grush's allegations. Of course, you heard what Tim Burchett said. He said, 
that that the devil was in the way on this stuff, and that could have meant that to figuratively and or literally. As Rubiel stated, if Grush is correct, there's a group of people who believe that they possess something that they don't need to share with anybody, including elected officials, who they view as temporary employees of the government. Wow, I cannot believe that Marco Rubio just spoke so much truth in that sentence. You know, I gotta give I gotta give it up for the little guy. That's really impressive. Rubio likens such a dynamic to an internal military complex that's their own government and is accountable to no one, which ultimately would be a huge problem, even if it's partially true. Wow, he's just talking about the deep state right there. You know, I think we should pray for Marco Rubio because he could be well, look what Grush has said about being threatened and intimidated. I don't know. Although such revelations would shake the public trust in government to its core, that trust might be rebuilt upon the paradigm-shifting knowledge that humanity is not alone in the cosmos. You can never rebuild trust with these people, okay? These people, uh, it's beyond even a situation where you have a relationship where spouses may have been unfaithful. Maybe through counseling and, you know, soul searching and this and that, you can repair that. And if you can, that's great. But this is beyond this. This is a level of, of um, sociopathy that is going to take more than a psychologist. It's going to take a psychiatrist because you have people here acting very, very badly. They've proven to us that they cannot be trusted. They've proven to us that they can be dangerous and they've proven to us that we need to be very, very careful. Until next time, this is UFO Warning, over and out.